You're listening to episode 19 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. I wasn't planning on doing a Christmas episode or any episode this week for that matter, but what I'm learning on this journey is I don't always know what people need or even want. So if you're tuning in for the first time, welcome and Merry Christmas. This episode will not be in traditional format of the show. Think of it more of a bonus episode. There's no opening credits, no intro music, no guests, no editing. It's just me and my microphone. I'm preaching from the heart. It's Christmas Eve, so I'm gonna keep it short. So here I am. It's the night before Christmas. And I really just can't help but to feel the Christmas joy deep in my soul. I just finished watching one of my favorite Christmas movies, A White Christmas with Bing Crosby. And in typical Lauren fashion, I finished uh, putting the few final touches on the last of my gifts. When I was a kid, Christmas felt so special. Typically, we would spend Christmas Eve at my grandfather's house, and the memories that are the strongest for me are the ones that are held in his house that sat on the Chesapeake Bay. The tree was always decorated to the nines. The meal on Christmas Eve had our family favorite, five-cup salad, and I always remember it being a time that felt warm and cozy. I remember my sister and I laying in bed, tossing and turning, trying to fall asleep, but the excitement for Christmas morning and the thoughts of Santa kept us awake. Christmas changed throughout the years, and I'm sure a lot of it had to do with the way I was changing as well. A lot of Christmases, one in particular, I can remember it being like the catalyst to all of it. I felt the Christmas magic lacking. So I was working as a hostess at Outback Steakhouse, and I was scheduled to get off first. And I, I was so excited because my mom was coming in that Christmas. She had moved far away, and we were going to go to my grandparents' house. And I somehow went from being the first cut to being the last one to be sent home. The restaurant was crazy. Um, Someone had caught in sick. Then the other girl I was working with, who I should mention doesn't even celebrate Christmas, she begged the manager to go home before me because she wasn't feeling well. I ended up missing almost most of that Christmas Eve tradition with my family. I had to drive almost an hour from my work to my grandparents' house. And by the time I got there, food was put away, the The gifts were done, except for mine, but and everyone was done. They were ready to go to bed. So I remember that Christmas feeling cold. I mean, not just physically, but also in spirit. The next couple years after that, I struggled with those same feelings. I almost felt like Cindy Lou Who. You know how she felt magic of Christmas get replaced by greed? It was also a really trying time in my life. A lot was spiraling. I think that's a conversation for another time. But I really began to dread the holidays. Christmas didn't really start to feel warm again until after I had kids. I mean, now I'm physically warm all year round because, well, Florida. But Christmas now looks and feels different. My Christmas looks different because I have two adorably sweet girls sleeping awaiting Santa's arrival. I know they're going to jump out of bed and run to the Christmas tree before running into my room yelling with excitement. 
much like I did when I was a little girl. And for a while, I thought that my kids were the reason that I was able to reclaim that Christmas spirit. But in reality, what changed was I began to treat the holiday with gratitude. I realized that for a long time I wasn't spreading joy, therefore I couldn't even recognize joy. And my Christmas feels different because I know how lucky I am to be able to hug my kids on Christmas morning. I know that there are families who are separated, grieving, and hurting during the holidays. I know that there are those who are alone and wish that they had company. And not to mention, there are those who don't even have a warm bed to sleep in tonight. One year around Christmas time, when I was maybe, I don't know, eight or nine years old, my mom took me to a homeless shelter to go sing with her. And after we sang, we helped serve dinner. And I so vividly remember these adults coming up to me and thanking me for sharing my gift with them. At that age, I didn't even understand how words in a song could move someone so deeply. I didn't understand how taking time out of your day for someone could mean so much. And I really didn't understand that this was my true act, my first true act of community service. And maybe even one of the first times that I used my voice to share a message, even if it was in song form. So I didn't understand it until last Christmas when my oldest daughter, Skylar, and my oldest nephew, Dakota, and myself accompanied my mom to, and her church to help pass out Chick-fil-A sandwiches and blankets, hats, and gloves to the homeless and less fortunate in a town that neighbors my hometown. So I saw my daughter and my nephew selflessly serve others. They were eager to feed and clothe others in 30-degree temperatures not realizing the true impact that they were leaving. So Christmas, like every other day of the year, can be a really trying time. And if you are in that place this Christmas, know that you are loved. And if you need anything to believe in, believe in yourself. Believe in others. Believe in your dreams and your limitless potential. Believe in love and kindness. Believe in Santa! And of course, believe in magic. One of my favorite Christmas quotes is, Christmas magic is silent. You don't hear it, you feel it, you know it, and you believe it. So from my family to yours, I'm wishing you a Merry Christmas. I'll see you here next week for a regular episode of the podcast. But until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.